I'll give you like five different like shows to watch that I think that oh, y'all yeah. could, Please. could get Most on there definitely. and kind of like love to hear that. mimic in a way, but also yeah. kind of take it a step further. Right, love mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure, man. Oh, you mean privately? Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I, I thought okay, you was about okay. to drop. He um, said that's the cheat code. <laughs> After the cheat code on lock, you feel me? Now nah, that's yeah, exclusive yeah, content. Yeah. We're gonna only stream that to our Twitch audience. Yeah, yeah. If you're not subscribed to Twitch, make sure you go to Twitch at yeah, cheat code underscore TV, sure, man. That's sure, gonna be our sure. Twitch, man. What's going on, y'all? Listen, we're back with another episode of She Code Unlocked, man. Today, we got a dope episode for y'all as usual. Yeah. Today, we're unlocking the cheat codes to none other than gaming and esports, man. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, the gaming and esports industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. Now, big I say, money. I said billion with a big B. Big money. Right? Bees. It's big money going around in the esports industry, gaming. All my parents out there who've been taking your kids games away shout out to my dad because you know you should take all my xbox games away i yeah. could have been like these guys here but instead you decided to uh you know right, we ain't gonna get into that, that. don't do it right, we're gonna get into all that but listen we got uh ryan and chris from community here yeah um they run an amazing amazing organization that does esports and and, and gaming on twitch and uh, hbcus all across all, the country all kinds of platforms and uh we about to unlock these cheat codes, fellas. I appreciate y'all for being here, man. Yeah, yeah. welcome yeah. to Cheat Codes Unlocked, man. Yeah, no. appreciate y'all having us. Yeah, for, for sure, sure, for sure. Man. So before we get into the business of everything like that, tell us how you guys met. You know, tell us about the community, the partnership between you guys. What's that like? Yeah, no, um, it started before community, honestly. So going back to like 2017, we had a mutual friend that Chris knew at grad, um, from grad school. Okay. I at the time was working in corporate America in IT. Um, so nine to five. Yeah, so he actually brought us together um, initially, and we started a business called Nexus Entertainment and Sports, which is still active. Um, and under that, we do uh, music concerts. So That's we did said. concerts every other month um, here in Atlanta, probably for like the last two, three years. Oh, um, minus the, of course, like minus the COVID years. Of course. Um, so most recently, we just did a, a pretty big show on Cinco de Mayo at Buckhead Theater with Duke oh. Deuce and um, oh, okay. uh, artists that we work with, like the letter M, Timothy Isaiah, Brandon Fish, a lot of yeah. uh, local. Deontay. Like, yeah, Deontay right. Hitchcock. I think um, I might have seen something about that, as a matter of fact. That's yeah. dope. So like, yeah, cool. that's actually how we, we first got like pulled together. Oh, um, so on the music space. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. A lot, a lot of synergies between music and gaming, I'm guessing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Would you say it's the management side, or how is that? Say, say it again. Now, would you say it's the management side as far as synergies between the music and the gaming industry? Um, to management? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I guess managing like music artists like and then right, right, right. Athletes, like talent. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, talent yeah. Is, is different. Right. There are a lot of similarities, okay. but it is like yeah. a bit different as well. I think there's a lot more opportunities as it relates to gaming. Interesting. So, Interesting. So you guys met through that. Now, did you guys go to school together, or? Nah, I went to HBCU in Alabama, uh, Oakwood University. Chris went to North Carolina Central. Um, So it was really like literally 2017. So I finished school 2015, like 2016, right? Graduated undergrad 2016. Yeah, so we were both in Atlanta for a little bit. um, Did the music stuff. We still work with the two two artists that we kind of met through those initial early concerts. Wow. Um, But then January of 2020, so probably like a month or so, before maybe like a month or two before COVID, um, before COVID is like when community itself has started. Same thing. Yeah, a lot of that was just driven around. We were always like 
kind of tapped in and knew what was going on in esports and gaming specifically right. in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So the idea for community was just to help more people of color come into the gaming space. Right. Originally, the place. Yeah, completely separate from the music, but COVID happened, the concerts, of course, slowed yeah. down, and then that's when we went all in on like the, the game yeah, side. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I'm guessing COVID shut down a lot of people home playing games, right? Stuff yeah. like that, right? And probably gets a lot more attention than, you know, maybe during pre-COVID times. Sure. Right. So let me ask you about gaming and esports as a whole. Like, what does that industry look like? Because I know we're we're talking about gaming, we're talking about esports, but as a as a business model, as an industry, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know what that looks like. So can you kind of give us a little bit of color on what the gaming industry looks like as a whole? Like how people make money, where the opportunities are, that kind of thing. Yeah. Now I think gaming gaming in itself hasn't necessarily changed mm -hmm. um, versus like you know just traditional gaming except like when you throw in like live streaming then that just unlocks another revenue stream. Mm -hmm. right. So you can be a gamer and you could also like live stream so like you're playing your video games and then there's people donating to you on Twitch or they may be subscribing to your channel right. um, for like call it five, six, maybe sometimes 10, 12 months on, mm -hmm. on end and yeah. that may get you I don't know. Some people get like millions of dollars from like just Man, subscribers alone. Just why, why would you say people would donate into these guys? Just just sheer entertainment or just fan base type of thing? Yeah, it's all fanfare. Okay. Mm. Man, that's dope. Yeah. So it's, it's literally because they like the outside marketing of the talent, right? So is it because my, the way I'm looking at it is like, you know, you got YouTubers, right? Right. And I watch YouTubers all the time, but. I'm, uh, I'm, me personally, I don't know if I'm gonna be coming out of pocket just to <laughs> donate to a YouTuber yeah, just to watch level. it, right? Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to like on the Twitch side of things, is it, you know, something that's more so related to, you know, um, any, anything exterior, like you know, live events or, you know, sponsorships or anything of that nature or? Yeah, I think as a, as a gamer, as a, as a like gaming talent, mm -hmm. once you figure out how to like monetize individuality, which is the same as like the YouTube creators. Right, right. It's just on the gaming side. Mm -hmm. um, but the donations, they do unlock different things. So like, you know, you may be a subscriber for like 10 months and you get like exclusive access. It's just like another level uh, of like exclusivity levels. for a lot of people. Gotcha. For some people, it's literally just a donation. Why they do that? Ryan may have yeah. a better answer, but I think yeah. the, the fanfare in like gaming is, right, right, is just right. kind of like unmatched. Next level. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Twitch, Twitch is a big. I mean, that sounds like it's one of the most, the major revenue streams for for this industry. So when Twitch kind of comes about, it unlocks a lot of this right. revenue opportunities for people, similar to how YouTube did for general content creators. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, gaming is just. I think Twitch and YouTube is one small piece of just like what gaming is. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of times, headlines are very misleading. I'm just very transparent. Mm -hmm. Most people in gaming don't make a lot of money, okay. um, and the opportunity to make money in gaming isn't easy. It's actually very, very hard, difficult. right? Yeah. Um, it's like nine. It's like probably 10, 15, 20 people on planet Earth yeah. that actually make a full-time, multi-million dollar living while wow. playing games. Like it's not as robust as you would think, right? Mm -hmm. I think. Just like very transparently, it's like, what angle do you want to go in? Like for us, we're not creators. So right. our goal is not to cut on a live stream and then have people just donate solely to like the organization. Mm -hmm. um, but the point is like there's sponsorship revenues, there's media rights. Mm -hmm. um, you definitely can get donations. Um, the same reason that I would say is it's in a weird way, the same way like 
YouTubers or Twitch streamers don't have like signature Nikes, right? right. In a real right. real way, it's like that's how they're buying into like we buy into LeBron by buying LeBrons. We buy into Jordan mm. by buying Jordans. Like people okay. will donate to a Twitch streamer because they may get an exclusive T-shirt or they may oh, get to like right, right, go right. to an event and meet them in person. Right. So it's like yeah. just different ways of like interaction on the computer. Right. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, like byproducts, yeah. direct yeah. byproducts yeah. of you your investment. Like yeah. right. it's not just you following their journey. And then it's like you're actually getting something out of it. I, ideally, yeah. right? Or sometimes it could be purely altruistic in the mm -hmm. sense that, yeah. you know, I, I know this person is big in a space that's not really recognized. Right. I actually do just want to help them. So, like, right. there is just, like, straight-up donations. Small percentage. Right. So, the, actually, it, it goes into a business model that, you know, I, I've been, you know, very keen on lately, right, mm -hmm. and really speaking to a lot, which is, you know, building an audience, first and foremost, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you have an audience... Uh, that audience becomes a community at some point, right? Mm -hmm. Once you, you do certain, you add on a little additional layer from just them watching you or them seeing you do something, right. you know, adding on additional layers like live events, like products, like brand and things like that builds a community. And from a community, then, you know, there's monetization that happens on the back end of that, right? Once you have a loyal fan base. So it sounds like it's basically the same type of thing, which is, I guess, where you come up with the name community, right? right, right. It's probably kind of ties right. into that same, same right. dynamic. Right. Yeah. Interestingly enough, like, from you mentioning that there's not that many people actually making, you know, money in the gaming space, it, like, it just brought back a memory because on the news, every time I see something about gaming, it's about somebody making money in mm -hmm. gaming, right? Like, there's a gentleman that I think got um, X amount of millions from gaming and then from taxes, like, just because he wasn't filing as a, you know, a company or something like that, he ended up, like, having to pay, like, $5 million to taxes or something like that, and it was all over ESPN, it was all over the news and things like that. So it's interesting, because every time I see, like, these gaming events, there's, like, a lot of people that actually attend these gaming mm -hmm. events, and when they're streaming it, they make it so glorified that it's like, okay, everybody in the gaming industry is making money mm -hmm. if they're streaming, you know yeah, what I mean? That's what I was like, yeah. it's about how you, you look at it, because I think a lot of times there's confusion between like yeah if you see lots of people in an arena right watching gaming that's a team right right yeah. right versus if i'm watching an individual on twitch that's just a yeah. content creator right yeah. so there's like different those things aren't necessarily one and the same right so like the kid most people are talking about is like the kid that won three million dollars playing fortnite yeah yeah like he did win three million dollars playing fortnite right. but not everyone is basically the number one yeah, Fortnite exactly. player in the world. Yeah, exactly. So pro right. So it's the same type of model that you'll have um, right. in traditional gaming. So for us, we just have an organization specifically, though, holistically, that just wants to focus on making more people aware of what the opportunities are holistically in gaming right. and understanding like what the avenues are that they can then make their own decision on what they want to do or what right, they decide right. that they do not want to do right, within the right, space. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And that's not just like talent either, it's, it's yeah. also jobs. Careers. Yeah, also careers. 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 Yeah. Entrepreneurship okay. opportunities. So let me ask you this then, like, you know, for, I, I was telling you earlier in the conversation, right, um, I spoke to, I was talking to my son. We're talking about business opportunities and things mm -hmm. like that. He's 10 years old. Um, and he's looking for different ways that he can monetize and make some money outside of traditional businesses, right? Like lemonade stands and things like that. So I'm like, you know, Twitch, been hearing a lot about Twitch gaming, let's look into that. So we're looking through YouTube, right? And uh, we come across videos of 11 year olds, 12 year olds making multi-millions of dollars in, you know, things of that nature. Like you're saying, it's just a handful of them, right? Mm -hmm. But then there's also uh, things like Roblox creators who are developing their own Roblox worlds and games and things of that nature. Um, how is it that, you know, a, a kid or even an adult gets into spaces like that, right? Creating 
uh, development side or uh, any of the other avenues that you were you know, kind of mentioning before? I think a lot of times early on, just getting into those, those opportunities, nine times out of 10, they just had access to it. Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest things that we preach is like the disparity between like PC, which is, you know, pre pre the preferred professional method of gaming. Mm -hmm. And then you have like console, which is like Xbox and PlayStation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then growing up young black household, it's very rare that you have like PC. a PC, yeah. yeah, let alone one that a you can play video PC. games yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Graphics cards, right. all that type of stuff. And so I would just say that they probably had access. And you, like your son, if he has access, I would definitely fuel it, um, just continue right. to fuel it, especially more so like on the video game developer side. Mm -hmm. right. um, but I mean, there are a lot of opportunities. Like Ryan always talks about, you know, playing NBA 2K. You, you play it pretty much every single day growing up, but you right. never once think like, damn, I could I work for great. NBA 2K. Yeah. Right. Um, right. So just basically fueling it, providing access. Mm -hmm. Right. So and what, you, what you guys do a community is basically is teach educate and train folks on you know gaming development and things of that nature yep yeah like a part yeah so like that's like the education like awareness side right um we also own and operate our own collegiate like we're an ncaa for hbcus when it comes to gaming as well oh, so okay. like we have scholarships so like we actually pay students now that are within like our hbcu esports league Wow. Uh, we have about 35 schools that are a part of that, so those programs get paid if they win. Yeah. Um, students get paid out scholarships. We've probably mm. paid single students up to ten, fifteen thousand dollars just for their winnings Damn. over like the last year and some change. So it's pretty holistic in the sense that we have academic programs in the mm -hmm. schools, um, aftercare programs, summer programs, weekend mm -hmm. programs, where we'll bring in 25, 50 kids in Metro Atlanta, and they'll go through like a coding or like a gaming boot camp or workshop. Right. And then we also at the collegiate level have like a, literally NCAA for gamers. So, right. and we so. do the gaming part on Twitch, but the other stuff takes place like in a traditional like school setting. Right, so those are like the, the part where you would say those are like the teams that you guys are building essentially at each school has their own team, is that right? Yeah, so like we're specifically for lack of better words a governing body so okay. like the okay. schools have their teams we help the schools like start their teams mm -hmm. but once those teams are established yeah. we are all right we have a team we want to play in a 22 week long season mm -hmm. we're going to be playing madden call of duty fortnite etc oh. people then join this league they go through like 11 broadcasts in the fall 11 broadcasts in the spring um, and then we have a championship trophies like oh, this is like man, yeah. this is like a real NBA season yeah. for gaming. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, pretty much. I mean, it's just allowed us to unlock an additional revenue stream for the students. Right. Yeah. Of course, right. you know, you can get scholarships Definitely. from just playing the video yeah. games. And y'all went to college. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably playing video well, games in yeah. your dorm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No fault to that. Yeah, so good. Um, but yeah. And then unlocking another revenue stream for the schools. Mm -hmm. where we're able to work right. with like corporations to then fuel and again going back to access like just building mm -hmm. out esports labs right um mm -hmm. at the campuses so that mm -hmm. the students can get there they can they can stream if they want to you mm -hmm. know they can pretty much learn how to to right. dethrone mm -hmm. and i guess like rebuild their pcs just different right. things outside it seems like it would also be like uh, almost like a bragging rights type of thing for the college right the same way you have yeah. ncaa teams that are like notre dame that wins the championships for basketball at some point you know I think yeah. it'll probably end up being something like where uh, you know if a school is the championship for whatever the gaming you know uh, championship was it might attract new talent to their right. gaming program especially right mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I mean uh, 
it definitely helps fuel the skew, the school's bottom line. Yeah. Um, I think early last year was the very first time I've actually heard about it personally. Mm. We had a call from a, a lady whose son was like into gaming. Mm. And she didn't realize that HBCUs had esports programs. Yes. And so she wanted to know what was the best school to send her son to for esports, um, yeah. to play esports, yeah, right? Man. That's crazy. That's interesting, man. man. That's, That's interesting. So what what was the aha moment for you guys? Like, yo, we gotta start an esports company. Like, you know, how 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 did that all come about? I mean, it was so like in Georgia, as we we're talking about like gaming, yeah. There was no like path to pro. That right. was kinda like set up. So in Atlanta Esports, as well as like maybe 12, 15 other states, if not more at this point, mm -hmm. high schools are like have esports teams. Mm -hmm. So those kids in high school then get scholarships to play in college, and then just like you have traditional right, pipeline, right. but um, it wasn't happening for the black schools here in the city just because they didn't have the money to get started. Right. So that was like why we started was to then raise money for those schools that had kids that want to play mm. that couldn't do it we got them started and then now they have like esports programs essentially mm, so yeah. that was really the reason i mean there was no like oh we know we can make this amount of money or mm -hmm. it was just like we want to develop an ecosystem that can self-support itself right. we yeah. can help facilitate it from the top down bring right. in corporate partners help fund the whole thing, right. run the programs. And then, Systemize it. Yeah, like, yeah. and then really put, build an ecosystem around something that historically has not had a lot of process. Man, right. listen, so I think that, that right there is a it's major massive. cheat code in and of itself, right? right. So, right. you know, that, I feel, I gotta commend you, you know, first and foremost, both of you guys, because you guys essentially created something amazing, filled a need in the space mm -hmm. that you guys saw that was, that was there, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you know, fueled it through passion and not, you know, monetary. pursuing the monetary yeah. gain. Yeah. Even though now it's led to, obviously, you guys have gotten, you know, million dollars in sponsorship deals and things like that, right? From mm -hmm. um, like Verizon and things of that nature, correct? Yeah, um, I guess. To provide more clarity, that's yeah. more so like a, I guess, HBCU yeah. culture or ecosystem in itself got right. a million dollar investment from Verizon. Yeah. Um, what we did there is basically take that, split it in half, five schools get an esports lab, mm -hmm. the other, well, same five schools, but also another 100K right. um, goes towards students studying STEM related majors on campus. Mm -hmm. And so what we do there is again, like build out the labs on a, on a larger scale. So now like the first school we did was Morgan State in um, Baltimore, oh, yeah. Maryland. Yeah, and they had like full-fledged, full yeah. 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 So now they have like full-fledged, fully operated esports lab. Um, mm, we'll be going dope. back in August to surprise those students studying STEM with yeah. their with their scholarship checks. Man, man, we got to pull up. We, we got to pull up. I was just about yeah, to say yeah, that's all right. Let us know, man. We'd love to come. Let's do it. Yeah, come yeah, check it's right that down out. the street from us. Yeah, man. yeah. So Interestingly enough, like you know, we're working with uh, Howard as well in our mm -hmm. space in the financial space, building out you know labs and trading you know mm -hmm. facilities and things like that. Yeah, in 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 those schools. So I mean, that's hand in hand. That's dope. We'd love to. We're building a lab at Howard. Yeah, in August. Oh, okay. Like the first, like first or second week. August is gonna be that month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be busy for sure. It's gonna be a busy fall. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's like what's that. up, man. Yeah, that's dope. that's dope. So, so take me through like what is what does the lab look like? You know, for you for you right. guys. What like what it? is if somebody who comes into uh, to let's say Morgan, um, and, and wants to see like what the lab looks like, can you give us a little bit of description insight into like what that lab what looks like? Into, you know, yeah. what goes into that? Yeah, it kind of varies. So again, starting out like we we received like. I'll call it a smaller donation than the mm -hmm. Verizon one. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so we took that, we did about eight to nine gaming PCs, mm. um, three gaming consoles, maybe hang like the TVs on the wall okay. and just make it like extremely, as, as robust as possible of right. like a gaming lounge. So essentially yeah. that's it. You have like some LEDs, you got gaming chairs, you got your gaming desks, headsets, uh, my, mouse, keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then we purchased the game titles as well. For the Verizon one, we're looking at 20 to 25 PCs. Um, four and five consoles that you know kind of sit. Um, mm -hmm. They have LEDs again, going back to like the gaming chairs, the right. whole nine. Right. Um, you'll look at like a PWI, and, and that's still not a lot. Yeah, if you yeah. Will. Um, nah, shout out to Verizon. Games, yeah, yeah. The gaming space. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I mean, there, there's like the University of Kentucky who has I don't know a couple couple million dollars into their like esports lab. So that's yeah. that's to the point where, where we're trying. Yeah, to I've get seen it. some special stuff, man. Like um, you, going back to Kentucky, I think they got the. Like, you know, there's a lot of talk, of course, that Metaverse, like, you know, Web3 and NFT space and stuff like that. They got the Oculus. They got that machine that you can actually, like, put the Oculus mm -hmm. on and stand and run mm -hmm. while you're playing the shooting mm -hmm. game. So it's like you're actually in the game yeah. physically. I thought that was super dope, man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, so when we talk about PWIs and HBCUs, mm -hmm. right? I mean, traditionally, PWIs tend to get, you know, more capital donations and capital influxes. We right. all know that, right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the esports e space, um, the fact that, you know, I think there's a statistic showing that like 80 something percent of uh, the gamers out there or, or gaming, 80, 83% of the, uh, our population plays video games in some way, shape or form mm -hmm. versus like, you know, I think it's like 70 something percent of, uh, you know, white yep. teenagers and students 72. and things like that, 72%, right? Mm -hmm. So that being the case, you know, um, how do you guys see that this, this, I mean, obviously you guys are filling this disparity that's in the space. Um, how how large is that gap from where PWIs are with their you know funding and financing their programs versus where HBCUs are currently? I mean, it's it's pretty big. Um, I mean, a lot of the schools, I mean, they just have funding or they had it just built into the budget to build the labs. I mean, mm. no HBCUs really had that kind of set aside. Right. I think there are a couple of schools that received like federal grants to like build out a lab. I think Hampton was one of those schools. Mm, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, like, you know, just getting grants and it's not like an esports grant. It's just right. more so built around just like a Tech STEM lab. technology mm, yeah. innovation lab or mm, innovation center right. type thing. But uh, with that being said, I mean, a lot of the schools now um, is really just identifying, making sure that the schools have the students that would actually utilize the space. Mm. Um, but the main thing with the lab is just that at least provides the minimum infrastructure for them to start training and developing as a team. Because mm. the idea is that we can help you get started, but again, our core responsibility or core purpose is to like make sure that everything continues moving forward. Right. So I was like, if we can at least get you started show at least how we're doing this process. The idea is those at these clubs, in order for this whole thing to work, they have to become self-sustaining. Like one organization right. can't support all, right. all 50 these, institutions, yeah. or I mean, I say 50 institutions, that's how many we support, but how we can't support all 100 HBCUs in the country. Right, right, right. Like, even if you look at the HBC landscape, you have the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, mm -hmm. you have the UNCF, yeah. There's like a, yeah. a, a, a shared responsibility <laughs> yeah. of that community. Yeah. So that's was like our main thing is like, allowing these schools to have what they need to at least get started to then start building out a sustainable program within themselves right. that we can then continue to support. Right, yeah. it's almost like building a curriculum right. for that space, just mm -hmm. so that anybody in that space could take it and run with it. It's like it. a framework, so yeah, like yeah, steps exactly. one through five, and if you do these steps, you, there's a place for you here to yeah. then right. participate like on an ongoing basis, and essentially. Man, I commend you, that's, that's yeah. the type of thing we'll be thinking about, because 
building a company, it's like you always got to make sure that it's not solely based on just one side of or one person or anything yeah. like that, just so it can be a scalable model. Systems and infrastructure, yeah, man. Yeah, I Systems see. That's your business development side, man. That's yeah. impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. You, you, you uh, marketing, right? Yep. Now, when it comes to you know the esports world, how big does marketing play in you know um, in exposure for talent or just getting the message out for what it is that you guys do? I would say when it relates to marketing and like esports and gaming in general, I think that's like. I call it 90% of it. Yeah. I may be a bit biased, mm -hmm. but I mean, to get the word out, like yeah. it's, it's all content, right? Mm -hmm. And there's, during COVID, the content engine was starving, but there's still a lot of people creating content. They just didn't necessarily know how to get it out there. Mm -hmm. And so that's like the number one problem where we talk about like, you know, talent not necessarily getting paid. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just because one, they may not have put in enough time and then two, they just don't know how to get it out there. Mm -hmm. right. So that's what you find a lot of like talent managers doing mm -hmm. and then us in general, like getting the, the esports league out there. Mm -hmm. It's like we have to really market it and we have to always be marketing it. That's why yeah. it's like, you know, y'all yeah, got no merch, yeah, like yeah. we can't stop type yeah. of thing. Right. So now how, how would you give somebody who's looking to get into the space you know, what type of advice would you give that person on how to market themselves as a content creator, as a gaming content creator, right. to actually, you know, position themselves to monetize? Yeah, I mean, you want to start small. You want to be everywhere as much as possible. Um, not necessarily trying to reach all people, but mm -hmm. the right people. The niche. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so you'll have TikTok, which is, you know, started with like 10 second videos. Mm -hmm. You want to take your gaming clip, your two hours Twitch stream, how do you relate it to TikTok? How do you, yeah. yeah. How do you put it then on your Instagram and then what's trending? Like what's the, what's the algorithm doing? Right. Um, same with Facebook, same with YouTube. You'll find a lot of gamers. They may not get paid on Twitch, but when they, they package their video from Twitch and put mm -hmm. it on YouTube, right. that's when they start to get their residual right. income because their mm -hmm. views on YouTube may be a lot better because they know they or they understand that audience. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily focusing on one thing, but focusing on multiple and then finding gotcha. the one that works. So basically taking your content and repackaging, repurposing mm -hmm. it to distribute across other platforms. That's the name of the game. Um, now, what about Twitch in and of itself? Because from what I understand, you guys are you know partners with Twitch in some way, shape, or form, right? So, how did that come about? You know, you guys getting a partnership with Twitch, mm -hmm. um, and how is it? You know, what what's the kind of secret recipe to content creators on Twitch building an audience, right, from scratch? Yeah. So, I, I think the main thing is like our league is partnered with Twitch, but any and everyone can be a, a Twitch partner, mm -hmm. right? There's like literally five requirements or so if you meet those requirements you become a twitch partner mm -hmm. um so that's those like for those so i was like for anyone that's looking to become a twitch partners like you literally you get on you become an affiliate first mm -hmm. okay. you meet those metrics it's like stream seven days a week meet stream for 100 i can't remember what it is but it's like, but it's like, it's like those type of right, criteria right, right. and then right. you do that long enough you do the partner status long enough then you become a twitch partner right? what's the benefit of that um you get People, that's when you people can then start subscribing. So okay. you can't get subscriptions until you put in the so minimum work hours. to oh, then show Twitch that okay. you're like actually serious about this. You become a partner, then people can subscribe to your channel. They'll pay $5 a month. Hmm. They do a 50-50 rev share, and then that's where hmm. you start seeing like uptick of people making money. Um, so, but you even start monetizing on Twitch, then you need to get to that status, is that right? Yeah, so like oh. you need to have partner level status on Twitch. So it may take, I can't, again, I can't remember what it is, but yeah. it could take as little as 30 days as, as long as, you know, two years, just yeah. depending upon, like, how serious you are about doing right. that process. You got to be consistent, yeah. pretty much. You got to see um, some sort of 
consistency. It's kind of like almost like posting on all these social networks. They usually reward people that are mm -hmm. on there as much as possible. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Man, that's interesting. That's definitely a cheat code right there. Because yeah. we didn't even think, I mean, we thought about, you know, streaming. We do a lot of streaming on YouTube uh, and everything like that with our community. But I didn't think there was, like, some sort of requirement for you to become yeah. a... Just live stream this podcast moving forward on Twitch. And put it on less. this channel. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly... Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly... So we, we actually just started yeah. learning about Twitch from, you know, one of our uh, team members here. Mm -hmm. And she spake on gaming and mm -hmm. Twitch, uh, you know, in the Twitch world, right? Yeah. Uh, so she was actually recommending that, you know, uh, yeah, going forward. Yeah, she was forward. pushing. She was yeah. like, man, you guys yeah. gotta be Twitch. on Twitch. And I heard T-Pain was talking about how he made more money on Twitch than he made in his music yeah. career. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So... I've heard like what is what is some of the I guess the craziest stories if you would um, from creators or gamers. What are some of the highest earning gamers out there? Like the top one percent, I guess that you would say. There's not very many people, but of those. Well, 1%, hold on, real yeah. quick before before you answer that one, yeah. I, there was a, the other part of that question. Mm -hmm. I really want to touch on that real quick. Is yeah. how does somebody who start like for example us, right? Yeah, yeah, we just yeah, we now starting in, in the Twitch yeah. space. How do we get to the point where we actually can like? Are really truly monetized. Yeah. Like, how do we unlock that Twitch stream of revenue? You know what I mean? Honestly, it's, you meet those requirements. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, it's, it, it's a marketing game. Yeah, I mean. it's it's literally a bulleted list. So, like you said, like Instagram yeah. rewards you, or other social media platforms they right. reward you for consistency. Mm -hmm. Twitch does it like firsthand. Mm -hmm. It's like it's almost like a manual thing. Like you have like, like you, it's a checkbox. Like yeah. you check the boxes. Yeah. Man, um, I will say dope. though, to Ryan's point of like streaming the the the, the podcast right. on Twitch live, is yeah. like it's one, it's a no brainer. But two, just chatting is like a, a channel category on Twitch, mm. and it's also the most watched channel category. Just chatting. Yeah, and that's only people there just chatting. Really? Yeah. Versus like playing the game, yeah. right? Man. So chatting on people's live streams. That nah, would be your live stream, but y'all so are streaming like, just talking. Pretty okay. much like okay. if you're in a barbershop, oh, they talk okay, all gotcha, day. Gotcha. Just so have different a camera categories. On. So like, for yeah. instance, just like you'd have different categories of movies or something like that. Yeah. Just chatting is a category yeah. on Twitch that you know our podcast would fall under. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And so now, so in that case, now is there something like with YouTube, for example, right? There's SEO, right? So like you know, depending on how well you've categorized your content, you've got the different SEO parameters in there it might show your video higher than others. Yeah. How does Twitch's like algorithm kind of thing work? Is it is it based on SEO searchability sure, or is it viewers, time? Live viewers, so like that's, Twitch also yeah. is like the true teller of viewership and audience because mm. you, can't, you can't, no hop, yeah, there's no fluff, there's no advert, there's no, exactly like if your mm. podcast goes live, that number mm. that's like on the bottom right corner, that's exactly how many people are like tuned in. So gotcha. you're, what Twitch is or was is unique is that's why to answer your question is how can people make so much money fast? It's because it's actually real viewers. Mm -hmm. So it's not recorded and then pre produced. So like if a marketer's like, yo, you're reaching a quarter of a million people mm -hmm. like that means there's yeah. probably a quarter of a million people tuned in, mm -hmm. you know, mind you, some people are probably not at their device. Mm -hmm. Right. Call it up two hundred thousand people. Right. All right, cool. Still, we, yeah. That's direct marketing. Yeah. So yeah. Would you, so is it so is it that Twitch will reward the, vi the videos that have more views get pushed higher to the front of you know the Twitch search category or whatnot. Like I'm trying to understand how do people yeah. find the video? Like if we go live right now, yeah. all right, we have our community out tuned into it, right? But how do other people find us? You know, it, it would be throttled Twitch? based on like mm. if then other people tuned in and started chatting, it would 
move yeah, you higher into his okay, activity, the yeah, level of activity. Okay, gotcha. yeah. Okay. It's, it's literally a true teller of, of your true core, like audience, right? Gotcha. And engagement. Yeah. Like how how strong is your fan base? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Like you pretty much can't fake it on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. <laughs> that I like that, that though. Yeah. I like that, and I like how open they are with Emmanuel. Like you can really, there's like the checklist. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All these other social media platforms, there's always a hidden mystery that you yeah, gotta figure out. Know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's different. Oh, that's dope. So Twitch monetization, I think, is definitely a major thing. I didn't even know that, that, the, that you know, the different categories. That First off, just chatting is a major category on there. When I think Twitch, I automatically assume gaming, right? Yeah. And I assume also that the people that are on Twitch are a different demographic than what we typically look at, or I'm sure a lot of other people probably do mm -hmm. too, right? Mm -hmm. So when we look at demographic-wise on Twitch, do you guys find that it's... Um, that it's skewed towards one category over another? Like, is it skewed towards, like, the typical gamer demographic of, or, or is there a typical gamer demographic in the first place? I think, you know, younger audience, I think, you know, more predominantly male, right? Yeah. yeah. Younger, younger type of side, is that true or false? Mm, I think it's false. Mm -hmm. um, I think oftentimes it's easier to look at, like, society as, like, just society, and it's yeah. just one big thing, and everybody does the same thing. Categorized. Mm -hmm. But, it's, yeah, it's definitely categorized. So, mm -hmm. like, you may have a 14-year-old kid who is professional, and he plays Fortnite. Mm -hmm. and you also have a 35-year-old guy who is just in his <laughs> basement, basement playing right. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. And they're literally talking to each other, and they're friends. Right. Yeah. And then you have women. You have trends. Mm -hmm. right. So, I mean, the gaming community is... is diverse. Is, yeah, it's very mm -hmm. diverse, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, it's just in a sense of, like, professionally. Mm -hmm. Right. Then the that's one, where... Yeah, the one thing that I've, I've seen, um, especially in that space, is that the gaming industry, like, you got... A lot of Twitch users are usually the same type of people that are using Discord heavily mm -hmm. and the same type of people that are really interested in Web3, NFT, crypto. You know what I'm saying? What is that similarity like? I know there's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, chatter there. Mm. I mean, I would just say like, tw there is, it's like really no direct answer, right? Like right, Twitch right, is right. just a, an open platform. So okay. just chatting is the most watched channel on Twitch. That has nothing to do with gaming. There's also like Twitch music, right? Okay. Mm, so yeah, I think I it's, really? it's an open community just like Twitter, right? Like right, there's... Right. Sections you can find different sections right. on Twitter. Yeah. Right, that makes sense. And, that makes and sense. so the audience of tuned in, it's basically again, right? It's just very much like like yeah. ch ch cable television, right? Mm -hmm. Like certain people are gonna be drawn to BET, some people are gonna be drawn to ESPN, and it's literally just built upon the creator, the program, and their ability to entertain. Right. It's kind of like what mm -hmm. makes mm -hmm. someone a, a successful creator, right? And then once you become more successful, brands will be like. And again, because none of this stuff is hidden, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. Twitch is very much a public platform. Mm -hmm. So once you're trending upwards, companies reach out and they say, we want to pay you to then right. run right. sponsorships on your channel and mm -hmm. kind of like the whole nine. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was like, it, it's funny because I think gaming just in its nature is one of the only things that you really can't cheat code because mm -hmm. the games are engineered themselves to not have wait, cheat codes. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You can't. So you telling me? Like, yeah, actually, I, <laughs> you telling me that we can't cheat code gaming, man? Like, there's not like a. Yeah, I thought cheat codes were gaming. Yeah, like 
you know, it's funny. It's like I, I think I don't even remember the last time. I remember as a kid, you could go to like cheatcode.com, yeah, like you could yeah. like get all the cheats for like hey, Grand Theft Auto. Can't go to cheatcode.com now. We own cheatcode.com. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just remember it was something like that. Now nah, I get, feel like, it. I know exactly. Like, you get, what like you're all the Tony about. Hawk, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. and even GTA. And yeah, all the like, cheat codes in GTA. You get There's no more cheat codes in gaming, especially because of the live stream component, right? I think a lot of that could come on something like YouTube or yeah. or like you get like, you know, people just like yeah, running up yeah. numbers just from like exactly factories yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. like in Twitch, bro, it's like the data is the data. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's literally an audience. I look at it like the, the Apple campaign. Like there's an app for that. Mm-hmm. It's literally an audience for anything you can think mm-hmm. of in terms of gaming and like Twitch. Like yeah. to Ryan's point, it's like live stream. It's almost like live stream cable television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you wanted to watch a young lady in a hot tub, right. just talking to her Twitch audience. Like Man. you could go and watch that. Everything <laughs> yeah. is live stream. Yeah, it's all it's, it's mostly dope. live stream. So I'm assuming. So now let me ask you this. Now this is a little bit off topic, but um, vloggers. Because when I'm when you say that, I mean it's it reminds me very much of the vloggers that are on YouTube and things of that nature, mm-hmm. except to be real time. And if you think about even people going live on Instagram, you know a lot of times you scroll through those lives and it might just be somebody just, just sitting, there. sitting there talking yeah. or a girl brushing her hair just talking or a guy just you know what I'm saying whatever it may be. Um, is it like Twitch a major vlogging platform for you know, people doing that type of stuff? And is there, you know, do you guys know about any monetization on, on uh, that? I would say no. Yeah. Um, no Twitch, really? yeah. So Twitch basically is it's catered to, towards like you, you kind of have to be on there live. Like you can mm-hmm. rebroadcast your stuff. Right. Um, you could also like after you go live. So for example, we go live with HBCU Esports, mm-hmm. and then the the vibe, which is the video on demand, would be there for call it thirty. I think at the most ninety days. Mm-hmm. After that, it's it's wiped away. So you have to save it. Versus okay. YouTube, it's like you you're uploading pre-recorded content. Yeah, exactly. You could also go live too. Right. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, it's it's more so like live streaming. I think it's it's that way for a reason. It's like trying to keep it as authentic as possible. Right. right? So like you can't run your views up in a factory. Like these are people that are actually watching you. Right, right. No, what I meant was like it, like for vloggers, right? And do you uh, see Twitch becoming a, ma- a bigger platform for people who vlog? Like right. just like literally take their phone out and just it's, follow themselves. It's not really. Right? It's not mobile. It's, so you can stream mobily, I suppose, but it's not it's like not appealing. hey, I'm mm. at like a festival and like like you can't go live from your cell phone, oh. right? So, uh, and I think they'll probably do that eventually, but it's it's not that type of content. So right. it's it's more of like my first person is is. Twitch is really built upon like skill sets, not mm-hmm. adventure. So like, you're usually watching someone do something that you yourself can't do. can't do. So like, or want to learn, or, to or learn. you know, it's like yeah. so it's pure curiosity. So I mean, there's some I'm sure like lifestyle Twitch streamers, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're yeah, mainly they're usually doing something. You know, to me, I know Twitch has been around for some time, mm-hmm. right? But to me, it's still a new platform. Like I, I never engaged. It's new to me, right? And right. I know it's new to. Millions, millions of other people, people. Yeah. who have been on YouTube and been watching YouTube for forever, right? And now it's just a different way to consume content. So I feel like as more of these celebrities start to bring those audiences over to Twitch, right, right that it'll kind of, I guess, maybe increase the pool of, you know, users Awareness, who are now on, yeah. on Twitch that would consume different types of content. You know, would you, like, would, I want to know what you yeah, did. Because, like, in, in a weird way, it, <laughs> you know? it, 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 it kind of actually minimizes. Because, mm-hmm. remember, this is, Twitch is built upon live stream. Like, it's a one-to-one mm-hmm. ratio. So, like, right. hypothetically speaking, 
the same ratio, right? If uh, in fact we were all on YouTube and then mm. we all then went to Twitch, yeah. I can't uh, watch all four of us oh, at the same time unless so okay. I was like had four monitors okay. in front of me yeah. and now okay. I'm a Chris fan of this fan. So like what I'm saying is like it's it actually overload. minimizes the yeah. amount of opportunities for creators to make It's money. a limitation of the platform. It's, yeah. it's a limitation on human availability right. because like yeah. all the all of our content can right. run simultaneously. Like but all of us can watch all of them. Yeah, but all of us nah, can go live. That's like, why YouTube is yeah. superior right now. But yeah. if the, the company was to change their business model and move to that, you know, like evergreen you right. know, content model, then that would change that so problem. I, it, so that's what I was like. Yeah. These platforms are great for people that have right. massive audiences. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's Already. why it's really hard to yeah. build on Twitch. So to answer your question is like, the people that are big right now in the mm -hmm. Twitch sphere mm -hmm. started on Twitch in 2014 when it was mm -hmm. just called Justin TV mm -hmm. before it was called Twitch, right? Mm -hmm. And then they were able to grow as the company grew right. with the acquisition of Amazon. The other people that are big on Twitch are the Drewskis and T-Pains of the world right. that already have like these audiences that right. can then basically go live right. and then entertain. Mm -hmm. Right. People like us it's a different story. Like, right. and that's why we started this program not too long ago. Mm -hmm. right. It's called Big Creator. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, the, the play on Big Sean is like, mm -hmm. at least this is what I told myself, like, Big Sean, his security <laughs> was big. So he was like, yeah. Big Sean, his, he was Little Sean and yeah. Big Sean was Big Sean. So like, yeah. Big Creator is like, I don't know if that was even the purpose, but. Nah, it wasn't, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I like it. Yeah, but like, um, <laughs> basically now building a community of, of streamers that have under a thousand, a hundred concurrent live viewers. Mm -hmm. Because okay. in order to re basically reach scale, you have to build an aggregated audience. Yeah. But you have a better chance of building an aggregated audience under one umbrella than you do as an individual right, in right, a lot of cases. Right. So that's why, again, even the biggest streamers on Twitch, right. they all stream together. Yeah, so like, right. there really is no disparity because I'm either, so like literally you'll oh, have, so, so like you'll have 50,000 people watching, you'll have 40, yeah. I have 60, Chris, I have 100, right? right. But we're all on the same yeah. team playing Warzone. Mm -hmm. So right. now our stream oh, has 400,000 yeah. people watching. And, and it's all credited to everybody. And, and on the deal side, sure. Ooh, yeah. Sure. Like that's where it becomes, yeah. it's a little bit different to your point. The it's business kind of like model is economics. Isn't, yeah. That's why like, I like right. have to get into this because I don't like people to think that, yo, I'm just going to go on easy Twitch work. and like, yeah. it's very strategic how these people are making a thousand money. Percent. Like, and that's the cheat codes. That's what we're trying to, yeah, that's what we're trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? You just give us some of that. Yeah. We need more of that. Yeah. Like the cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no. The strategic ways to move around. It's pretty much building an audience, first and foremost. First of all, be entertaining. Right. Right. First of all, be entertaining, mm -hmm. you know, and, and be, have, be have something unique, right? Right. That people want to watch. Because like you said, it's a very, on Twitch, which to me, I'm, what I'm hearing is a limitation of the platform essentially, right? Being that, you know, if there's a thousand people, that those thousand people can only watch but Yours. one stream at a time, right? right. Versus mm -hmm. YouTube where you can watch one, you know, consecutively and, and watch all of them if you wanted to, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's basically survival of the fittest. Whoever's yeah. the most entertaining will get the lion's share of that group, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I'm hearing is be entertaining, first and foremost, and have unique content that people want to watch. Uh, number two, be strategic, right? Yeah. Um, you know, doing things like you said, tactics like, you know, grouping together, sharing audiences, things of that nature. And then what it sounds like is number three, build audiences elsewhere that you can, you know, you know bring, yeah, over. bring over. Similar to what you said earlier about taking your content from Twitch 
and distributing it across other platforms, thus building audiences on other platforms that would want to watch you on Twitch. Right. Does that like sound vice about? versa? Yeah. And then being yeah. a part of a collective. Like that's, that's what phase. That's why everyone assumes FaZe Clan is just rich off of nothing. Yeah. Like, they're just... It's crazy because I'm yeah. wearing a FaZe Clan shirt right yeah, now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, their ability to get the not only most entertaining streamers, but the streamers that have the most followers. Right, mm -hmm. right. You put them audience. under a banner. They got LeBron's son because he got an audience like, already. They're yeah. able to run. A collective. You know, like, so, like, that's what, again, a big creator program is. Like, mm. it's going to be really hard for someone with 100 minus 100 right. subscribers or viewers to mm -hmm. make money. Mm -hmm. right. But if we then bring 100 of those people together and then now you turn 100 to 10,000, right. mm -hmm. you turn 10,000 to 100,000. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. now you're able to basically help that ecosystem monetize itself. Mm -hmm. Because independently, it will be very, very hard to do so. It's group mm -hmm. economics, man. That's just the smartest way to go. That's just everybody has their skill set. Yeah. Bring a piece of this, bring a piece of that. We got a big. So we basically have like our school and academic programs. Right. We have a collegiate league, and right. then we have a creator, big creator program. Huh. So it's like education. That's like a exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. And so. how many views do you guys typically see from you know some of the streams that you guys do? Like let's say for this for the you know if somebody out there wants to join your uh, you know big creator program. You know what do you guys typically see from that? Like so, like again, I'm gonna go back to like programs. I think this stuff is like really really mm -hmm. important, right? Mm -hmm. So. Our league is like our NFL Sunday. So okay. we reach about 750,000, 800,000 live viewers a week with mm -hmm. the eSports League. At mm -hmm. one time? Oh, it, over the course of the three hours that, that is you guys live. Yeah, okay, gotcha. so, Which is still massive. That's so a year two, we just did like 15.5 million live viewers mm -hmm. of the eSports oh, League. Congrats, man. That's so, big. Thank uh, you. Yeah, it's like it. Super Bowl numbers then. Yeah. Um, and then... Separate from that, some of our other programs aren't as popular, but that's just like television, right? Like mm -hmm. our league is a thing that has the investment, yeah. media, advertising, yeah. the whole nine. But Big Creator could do a few hundred, a few thousand, a few tens of thousands, mm -hmm. just depending upon, again, like how that program is structured, who's a part of the program, and then how that program is then marketed. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense, man. So like Twitch just basically allows you to be your own television network. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I was just about to say, because mm -hmm. if you think about it, I mean, I'm just picturing you're saying over the course of three hours, reaching 750,000 people, like we live in such Jeez. a digital world that we don't realize just the capacity of, if you put 750,000 people in any arena, that looks like, yeah. I mean, it's overflowing. Yeah, it's That's There's massive. cities that don't Yeah, literally. 750,000 right. people around the world. Yeah. Yeah, so that so is pretty. That's definitely huge, commend man. you guys on that. Yeah, man. That's appreciate massive. it. How long have yeah. you guys been on the, the Twitch platform? Uh, two years. Yeah, going on th two, two years. years. Going, going on three. three. So yeah. in two years, you're able to amass an audience of seven hundred fifty thousand, eight hundred thousand people on on a particular live stream. Yep, yeah. right. it's yeah. built around again like a traditional sports model. Right. So there's advertisements, there's yeah. marketing. So don't get me wrong, real on Twitch you can have advertising but it's not like instagram where you're boosting a post right like right, 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 so right. Exactly. there's advertisements commercials we mm. have brands like verizon discover and nike are mm. sponsors so like there's other distribution outlets besides just going live because mm. so i was like that's the main thing like going live is just like the end result mm. how you promote it and market it outside of that I look exactly. at like a, like a right. traditional basketball game, right? Yeah. Like NBA yeah. on Wednesday night. Right. You know about the the game next Wednesday from the Wednesday Facts. before, that you watched it. Yeah, and yeah. then you're seeing the commercials and the mm -hmm. social media posts and the and it's like building like, the hype, the campaign so it's like, before the game. Yeah. So it's that yeah. same type of model, like, right. and that's what like, if done correctly, what Twitch, to your point, has mm -hmm. the utility to create for a lot of different like mm -hmm. environments. Yeah, that's, 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 dope, that's man. Awesome. You guys really gave a lot of. 
A lot of insight, man, into yeah. Twitch. Because I, I, I literally, you know, this is something we've been talking it's about blind, for a while. Yeah. You know, we've just been hearing about it, right? But you guys right. have actually done it. And, I, and what I really like about what you just said was, you know, really adopting some of the models from traditional television media, right? You know, promoting the next week's, you know, uh, not episode, but game on this week's game, right? Now people are automatically going to, you know, mark that down in their mind. If I enjoyed this one, mm-hmm. I'm going to mark down the next one, right? Right. And that's literally what they, what they do on TV shows almost, you know, everywhere. They, you know, stay tuned for the next episode of, you know, whatever yeah. it may be, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think that's even a mo- something that I would say would apply to creators of all sorts, you know, even for stuff like our podcast. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to see... You're gonna on see the us on Twitch. Of, on, nah, forget all this. Yeah. You see us on Twitch on the next episode of Cheat Code Unlocked. Stay tuned because we got another da da da. Like, I'm gonna start to yeah. adopt that model just off of you know that type of thing because mm-hmm. these are things that are have been proven successful across mm-hmm. you know yeah, hundreds, yeah, dozens of years right. in traditional media, and so even to the point that uh, that you know you and Jay made early, uh, you know a few minutes ago about you know traditional media going away. Right, this kind of being the new form of traditional media, adopting those things that we know works, you know, I think is just one of those cheat codes that we gotta take as content creators, whether it's on Twitch, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Instagram Live, whatever it may be, right? right. So, um, you know, I, again, commend you guys for, for thinking in, in that type of terms and, right. and, you know, creating a, a you know, new version exactly. of, yeah. you know, traditional sports, yeah. sports media. That's amazing. That's dope. Yeah, man. On on the note of um, like you said, right? Not everybody can be a gamer, like right? Now I'm I love gaming, but I'm not the best gamer, right? But I love money, so I you know I love opportunities. What are some of the opportunities that people out there can get into as far as like you know gaming space, like you know developer? I know there's developers and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but what are the, some of the other things that people can actually get their hands in and build a skill set around just to generate income? Yeah. I mean, most gaming companies have all the jobs of a traditional corporation. So mm-hmm. we focus on marketing, human resources, right. legal. I mean, so gaming isn't like a specific skill set. It's mm-hmm. skills that can be used in the industry. So okay. a lot of times you look at a traditional sports franchise, all the jobs that exist at the Atlanta Hawks exist at Activision yeah. Blizzard, exist Activision, at 2K. Yeah. So what, again, what we're doing is more so raising the awareness that you can work in this space. Mm-hmm. And if you are, again, a graphic designer, uh, coder, development, like this is just an industry that you should consider as you're like on your pursuit of different jobs. So like mm-hmm. even this summer we have, I think close to maybe 10 or 15 students mm-hmm. in internships at 2K and Riot Games, um, like actually working at those in- corporations. So like. Now it's just about, again, putting the students in position, right. using our right. partnerships with these institutions or these corporations right. to get kids in these positions. So then yeah. now 10, those kids probably have five friends that they've told, five family members. Exactly. And it just becomes it's like an exponential right. like thing that grows. No, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you don't have to be awesome. a gamer to do yeah, it either. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Now I saw, um, while doing my research, I saw you worked on the um, Space Jam project. Right. Oh yeah. You got some sort of inside. How was that? Um, I was interested. I know that's pretty that revolutionary. Was, yeah, that was probably one of the best projects that we worked on. I think. Man, um, so we were able to. We we're really close with Microsoft, of course. Uh-huh. Um, and so Microsoft had a, a hand in basically the Space Jam and New Legacy as that rollout. So right. 
In the movie, LeBron James' son, he wants to be a video game developer. I don't know if anyone's seen it. It's too yeah, late to spoil yeah. it, though. Um, no, no, no. I see but it. Yeah. It's been out for a minute. You're <laughs> okay. not spoiling it. Cool. Um, so, yeah, he wants to be a video game developer, and kind of like that's like the storyline of the movie, and so right. they wanted to tie in video games. Mm. Um, and so we were able, so with the movie also came a video game. There's like a Space Jam New Legacy video game on Xbox Game Pass for all my gamers out there. Oh. Definitely go check it out. But yeah, so we were able to basically congregate eight HBCU students here in Atlanta, brought them all wow. here to play the game. We created like a, a tournament around it. We, we live streamed it, of course, mm -hmm. on Twitch. Um, but then the two finalists got a chance to fly out to LA with us. And so oh, now wow. to put these in perspective, dope. they're like, they're on the red carpet with LeBron James and Matt Carter and, and you know Rich Paul, all the people that they look up to. That's big, man. <laughs> yeah. LeBron, LeBron's my guy. Yeah. He's got to have dreams about me. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So you Because LeBron's shit. son and I actually share the same birthday. It's crazy. Oh, so weird. <laughs> I found that out what like last year or something like that. I was yeah. like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But now I feel like you know there's some business up here. You know, long story short, <laughs> but yeah. I thought that was dope though. Yeah. So now I mean, the two finalists, they we all went out there. Um, they played live on the red carpet or the mm -hmm. purple carpet, but you know that that whole red carpet experience. They played live and like fans were cheering them on. Wow. Um, maybe we can send out some pictures to throw in here too. But yeah, um, yeah. so then from there we all kind of walked into the movie, right. watched yeah. LeBron James give his speech, literally yeah. sitting beside like celebrities. They were yeah, like fanning yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, that's that's, that's, a, that's, that's a an cool experience. experience. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You get no, to meet LeBron. Sure. Nah, I didn't. Uh, he was too, he was too <laughs> far away. We met, yeah. we met some pretty cool people, though. Yeah, yeah man, it's I'm coming sure. around. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it's coming around for sure, man. That's that's dope, man. It's really cool, cool experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, sounds like yeah. fun. It's cool to be able to provide that experience to the students too. Yeah, 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 yeah. like just starting yeah, the life change. Yeah, right. We'll remember that forever. Yeah, yeah, and that was like year one of HBCU esports league. Right. Mm. So just being Imagine able to work. Imagine ten years from now. Where, right. do you guys, where do you guys see yourself in, in five years, years, ten years? What, what's the goal? What's the vision for community? Uh, just think, think black gaming, you think okay. community. Um, right. Like literally we just got back two days ago from Essence Fest. Um, How was that? Man, I heard that was yeah, massive. I saw, yeah. I saw the clips Essence, from Essence Fest, yeah. man. It was good. We created a gaming experience there. Um, right. So like at this point, we just, the plan is just to keep partnering with like the biggest culturally relevant right. in like sports right. properties in the keep country. Up. Yeah. So we were at um, Super Bowl, we did something out in California, um, something really, really small during All-Star Weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, but now when it just comes to either talent, so like talent signed at like major agencies, we mm -hmm. want to be like the people that they go to, specifically when it's like diversity. So like mm -hmm. last year, we partnered with Michael B. Jordan, the Legacy Classic, and mm -hmm. with that experience that they did with Warner, uh, oh, we man. did the tour with Corday, um, and like oh, took them away. So just like a whole bunch of stuff, so like now it's just bringing it all together to okay. basically pack it to say that, you know, we're the education group, mm -hmm. we're mm -hmm. the league itself that's like funding scholarships. Mm -hmm. and we're also like the media arm that could help mm -hmm. influencers, entertainers, professional athletes, like come into that space, like mm -hmm. holistically. Right. Now, are you guys planning on actually signing your own talent? Say, say it again? Are you guys actually planning on signing your own talent? So, uh, yeah, I we mean, have, we have makes one. sense. Yeah, yeah, we have one right now that just got into a Microsoft commercial, matter of oh, fact, okay. um, Microsoft advertisement. So yeah. That's also like, but I think that type of stuff, again, kind of like now with music, it as as it as it presents itself, like, right. is not, in my opinion right the now, focus. it's not a, mm -hmm. a huge business investment to like go sign right. talent and get them deals. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. We'll just keep doing our leagues. We'll right. keep signing on new partners. Mm -hmm. Right. Those partners will then ask, do we know talent? Yeah, and then that process will then like right. introverse engineer it back right. that way. Yeah, yeah, I like that, man. No, that's like, smart. Yeah, you guys definitely got something major here, man, for real. 
We thought about doing like master course on Twitch or I don't know. And I was yeah, like, I don't know. Do you it, should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we, we just live it out and through like these podcasts and Yeah. Yeah. We gotta we gotta we gotta get where y'all are. I mean nah, come in sure. y'all, like you said, pretty much started yeah, three years. Yeah. And then exactly. grew, yeah, grew y'all's platform to yeah. where it is now. Yeah. So yeah. that's something that we're trying to do now is just get better at telling these stories. Same you're, you're saying the word for word. word. That's, that's exactly what we're talking about, man. Because yeah. we yeah. we just be in the kind of the back end, just working. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Our group grew organically. Mm-hmm. Ended up moving to Discord. That's when I first heard about Twitch personally. Once I got to Discord, and then like you know, I met people on Discord that were like, "Yo, like Twitch, man. Like you yeah. know, live stream, yeah. gaming, and stuff like that." I just kept seeing the yeah. logo everywhere. I yeah, remember the logo. the logo places. Yeah, I was like, man. What is that? And then I see it and be gamers. And yeah, yeah. Like, it's not for me. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not my thing. But see, that's how it's advertised yeah. in the media. Even though there's different pockets that are yeah, like so many know. like different communities out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People chilling in hot tubs talking and stuff like that. It's like, yo, like, you know, gaming is like the forefront of And now Jay is gonna go, he's gonna be on Twitch searching up hot tubs. Uh, nah, nah, nah. ASMR. You be on Twitch. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I'll give you like probably five different like shows to watch that I think that oh, y'all yeah. Please. could get Most on there definitely. and kind of like love to hear that. mimic in a way but also yeah. kind of take it a step further. Right, learn mm-hmm. from yeah. yeah, for sure, man. I'd love that, yeah. Oh, you mean privately? Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I, I thought okay, he was about okay. to drop. He um, said that's the cheat code <laughs> after the cheat code on lock. You feel me? Nah, that's yeah, exclusive yeah, content. Yeah. We're going to only stream yeah. that to our Twitch audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not subscribed to Twitch, make sure you go to Twitch. At G code underscore TV, sure, man. That's sure, going to be our sure, Twitch, man. Sure. Yeah. Look, See, just man. like that. See what I did there? Exactly. I'm yeah, learning. Yeah. I'm a fast learner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, guys. But listen, uh, you know, you guys are, you know, two of the, I think, the dopest guests that we've had so far, man. Oh, yeah. I think love, just sure. what you guys have been able to create, the mm-hmm. uniqueness of it. Right. right, you know this expanse of it. You know, basically becoming like the you said NCAA or NFL for e- esports gaming. Right. It's phenomenal, and for people of color, I think that is you're pioneering. You know right. what I'm saying? Which I think Great is massive. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all yeah, for, sure. for not just being here, but also doing what it is that you guys have done and building what you guys have built. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't want to understate that. You know, I think right. that's yeah, absolutely massive. It. Right. Massive, sure. Man. All right. As always, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much. I mean, personally, I feel like I learned a lot. I'm I'm probably gonna get that gaming console. I might start, uh, you know, streaming. So I'm a, I'm a, you know, once I start my channel, I'm gonna let you guys know. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, this guy starts gaming. We ain't gonna get no. <laughs> Listen, man, it's crazy because when I was in college, I actually graduated in 2016 as well. Okay. When I was in college, like we'd be playing FIFA and like we get written up all the time because we'd be in there like crazy like throwing yeah. bets like we really were into like gaming gaming yeah. like that you know what i'm saying so you know i gave up that life you know yeah. for, for cheat code but you know yeah well look um yeah. i guess we'll end with a note of i just want to recap a couple things from you know what we spoke of right. earlier right. you know um that i think you know i would consider cheat codes from this you right. know conversation Action right? items. um i think one of them you know again kind of going back to the uniqueness of creating content um taking your content if you do get onto twitch for the, my people out there who have listened to this or already on Twitch or you know wherever you may be, creating your content, take your content, repurpose your content, mm-hmm. and build your audience, right? Make sure that you have unique content that's entertaining and engaging. Mm-hmm. Build your audience and distribute your content in other uh, other arenas. Try to get to you know be like a Drewski or mm-hmm. or T Pain yeah, if you can, right? Have right. some personality out there and build your audience. Um, second off, make sure that you know you encourage. I'm uh, encouraging 
uh, engagement within your content, right? Because I think that that's another major thing that stimulates that content or that, um, you know, pushes your content out to more people. Um, and find the right category for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, whether it's just chatting or other categories that may be out there, you know, expand your horizons. Twitch is not just for gamers, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, for, definitely for anybody right that's, that has something to say. Yeah, now for sure. For me, I'll give you some action items, man. So you want to go to twitch.com, start, guess, just go to twitch.com and create your username, create your handle, make sure you secure your name, secure the brand if you're planning on building something special with that, with the, if it's a personality or whatever you want to call it. You know, create a TikTok, build an audience on a place like TikTok because right now that's what a lot of YouTubers are doing because TikTok's algorithm really is letting you reach as many people as physically possible. Go there, direct people back to your Twitch. Just tell them, you know, you're going to have some special like live streams for them. Do that. Go to Canva, create your, you know, your banner, everything like that. Make it look good. You know what I'm saying? And then go to a platform like a stream yard just so you can stream on different platforms at the mm -hmm. same time. That way, you know, you're, you're doing your multitasking you're killing two birds with one stone while you're on TikTok live you could also be on twitch live and then on instagram live and on youtube live all at the same time so make sure you start that account get started get started get started that's what i'll leave you guys with man that's dope all right man appreciate you guys no, man. appreciate yeah, you man. appreciate y'all having us yeah of course you. as uh, always make sure you tell a friend to tell, tell a friend to tell a mother friend let's go appreciate you guys appreciate man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Man. Yo.